You know how some people, like, there's one topic and that's all they could think about? You know, like, DMX is always talking about dogs. Yeah. Or was, R.I.P. But then, and Jimmy Buffett, it's like, uh, I'm drunk, I'm in a tropical location. But the thing is, there's a whole genre. And he genre. has a button-up, like, Hawaii shirt on or something. Oh, Tommy yeah. Bahama. Uh, Tommy For Bahama. Sure. There's a whole a genre drink. of music that's not Jimmy Buffett, but it's kind of like it, that's on the radio. All the songs are about being drunk and partying in Mexico or in the Caribbean. Yeah. 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 But it sounds uh, way worse than... I mean, that know, sounds worse. Sounds I worse than yeah, Jimmy Buffett, so yeah. surprisingly. Like, it, like, but Phil loves it because he lives really? in the country now. Uh, yeah, the country like, Petaluma. You think I'm oh, pretty... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jake thinks I'm pretending so I can get along with my neighbors. You think this you know? is a costume? So let me ask you this. Like, who are some, like, modern bro country artists? Because, like... Well, I, okay, I the know. thing about bro country... I think Georgia is, Line is, like, a classic example. Yeah, that would be... Or okay. Sam Hunt, or what's the guy? That guy with the mullet, he grew out of, like, That's a mullet. That's not specific and, enough. But... <laughs> no, no, like, this guy is from the future. He's not from the past. Uh, I can't remember this guy's name. The guy from SNL? Yeah, he got fired canceled? from SNL because he yeah. was making out with sorority girls the night before, like, because he broke COVID quarantine. He didn't do that night, but he came on oh, later. Yeah. Then he was saying the N-word after that, and so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a so, lot to do in one night. <laughs> it wasn't one night. No. But yeah. the thing about Broken Country, that, that is probably I, a standard night for that guy. You have to understand, like this is pop music. It's not really aimed at you or me. I mean, not, most pop no. music is isn't right. So, no. but it's no, like good point. I don't know. This it's just kind of an interesting thing. But I don't think if you ask these guys what they make, very few of them would say, "Oh, I make Broken Country," because it's kind of a pejorative, right? But that's not what we're doing today. We should start. Yeah, it would probably go before QAnon. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start the podcast. A lot of things Hello and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast and it's where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So, uh, Phil, we've known each other for a long time. Once, while teaching martial arts in Japan. If I recall correctly, we were the first Westerners with a dojo in Japan. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable claim. Anyway... We were approached by some guys from a certain three-lettered United States agency who entrusted us with a highly classified document. It was a ranked list of everything. We utilized our razor-sharp mental focus to memorize the list and for many years kept the story to ourselves, only mentioning it to the occasional high-profile reporter or well-connected Hollywood star maker. Many years later, we were choked unconscious by an employee. It was a matter of honor. Which caused us to lose control of our bowels. And duty. And when we came to, we'd forgotten the list. We can now only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of our friends and listeners, uh, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. Which is now at 160 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Cheech and Chong and Tulsa Time are in the middle of the list. When we say Tulsa Time, we're talking about the song Tulsa Time. We're not talking about the time zone that Tulsa is in. So if you want to look at the complete list, you can go to everydamthing.net. Uh, or you can find a link in the show notes. And today we're joined by two guests. It's a podcast posse. Um, Tiffa <laughs> is back from Intermission Hello. Podcast. And we've got Pete from Grocery Gamblers Podcast. What up? This is a double crossover, that means. This is a triple, yeah. triple crossover, isn't it? Yeah. So hopefully we'll all talk over each other the whole time, interrupt each other. Yeah. It's going to be great. Maybe we should get straight into it uh, with the first yeah. topic. So yeah. in your podcast, you, you guys sample foods from Grocery Outlet. And so in this episode, we're going to rank the store Grocery Outlet, inspired by you. Incidentally, I was on Pete's show once, too. Oh, okay. 
Yep, she was an early guest. Tell me what I get wrong here. Uh, Grocery Outlet is a store. I, it's been called like Ross, but for food. And wow. you often see things that maybe they test marketed somewhere, but it didn't quite pan out or a canceled product. Or like I got these ice cream pops where they changed it from like putting five in a container to putting six in a container. So all the ones that were left with five in a container, they sent to Grocery yep. Outlet to liquidate. Yep. So it's like you, you see some unusual stuff there, right? And it is like rolling the dice. And so when I heard about the idea of grocery gamblers, I said, oh, that's a good premise because it's pretty exciting. Now, I'll tell you, I have a big regret about Grocery Outlet, which is there was a Sour Patch Kids cereal. And I thought, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of. I happened to yeah. see it. I took a picture of it to send to my wife, like, what's wrong with the world, you know? And <laughs> apparently people are selling these on eBay for now. It's like $100 a box. Oh, so God. I should have, like, oh. done some arbitrage and I should have been buying them or, you know, but it just... It was I, an I investment. <laughs> but it's, yeah. fun, it's funny you mentioned this because that was a product we definitely considered for the show. We didn't have that, but we had the Sour Patch Kids ice cream on the show. And that was surprisingly <laughs> good. What flavor was it? The flavor was just Sour Patch Kids. Did it have chewy pieces in it? So it did, but they were very fine and small pieces like imagine you know how like you go to like a co-op type store and they have like the big bins of stuff where you can get like bulk items bulk items yeah you know at the very bottom of those bins where there's just like super tiny pieces of that that's what it was like did you have the feeling that you're eating floor sweepings kind of it was i mean again we were all like god damn it like yeah. we talk about this all the time in the beginning we were like kind of getting hyped up about stuff that we would find from there and we had to just stop ourselves because we kept being like, oh, this thing's going to fucking suck. And then we try it and we're like, God damn it. This is really good. Or vice versa. Stuff would be like, oh, that's going to be really good. And we try and we're yeah. like, oh, that's just bad. That's good drama. So to wrap the whole concept of the grocery outlet, like it's a discount grocery store. And there's like a few different chains. Mm -hmm. Companies will make like, like the best item to describe is Pop-Tarts because they have their standard stuff and then they want to try new stuff. So like a good recent example that I saw at the grocery outlet was I saw Fruit Loops flavored Pop-Tarts. Uh, with two can Sam on the front. And it was like, yeah. what they'll do is they'll create these new flavors. Big chains will buy them. Then they don't sell. And then Pop-Tarts comes back to them being like, hey, we see we got more of this. You want to buy them? And they're just like, no, we don't want this. So yeah. their option is either just throw it out or you try to offload it to like these discount grocery chains. That's why so oftentimes in the grocery outlet, you'll just see like Fanta flavored Pop-Tarts. Yeah. You're like, okay. Or more importantly, you'll see stuff and you'll be like, that looks kind of good. And then like you check the expiration date and you're like, that's three days from now. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to be a fat yeah. ass tonight. I'm going to eat this whole yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. So you'll get like a hundred Pop-Tarts and they expire in three days. So, is like, it a nationwide thing or is grocery outlet specifically that chain nationwide? They're West Coast. They're also sprinkled throughout Pennsylvania, we found out. The tricks. They're equivalent businesses in other states, oh, though, yeah. I imagine. Piggly Wiggly, I think, is one. And Piggly Wiggly's the first grocery store. I know that. Yeah. They invented the concept of the supermarket. Oh, yeah. They're one of those in Pompeii. Oh. <laughs> that, if you look, if you, I'm just telling you, man. So the thing with the grocery outlet is you roll on the dice. And like if I go to a, a non-grocery outlet store now and I see like the chips aisle, it's not as exciting because it's no, like it's not. you're not seeing the big swings. They're mm -hmm. really conservative. They're like, oh, wow, it's sour cream and onion potato chip. When you go to grocery outlet, you see something that already tried and failed. And, and you think like, maybe I have different tastes than the rest of the world. Maybe I want the toffee peanut butter potato chips. Yeah, because the nature of the thing, though, if it's something that is in your niche, yeah. it's unfortunate because it's not going to be there long. Well, so yeah. that, that's what we recommend is like, if you see something, like yeah. if you go there and you pick something up, you take a gamble and you like it, go back quickly and get more yeah. of it. Because there's a chance you're either A, you're not going to be able to find it, B, 
you'll be able to find it again, but it'll be like four times as expensive. Like now, recently in the last few years, like Roche Alad has kind of like built out their organic section. Oh yeah, totally. Dude, they have like ghee and stuff for like a really good price. Like when I went for your show, I had to wander through and find like three items. Oh, yeah. And I was like, there's caviar here. Like, and, mm, and like yeah. a horrifying <laughs> meat section like weird meat section like for me. bacon dipped in like so if I love it how when you showed up you were like, like I was only planning on going there for 15 minutes I spent like 90 minutes in there well, you got sucked in I made the error of getting stoned first too. Well, that, what music uh, do they play at the one you walk around in bro country it's funk <laughs> music at the one close to me in Oakland <laughs> and I love it I love yeah. it. <laughs> the the jingle that they use, it really sticks in your head. It almost sounds like Lilith Fair type vocal. Let's hear it. Grocery outlet, bargain market. Even though I've known about the place for this long, I never heard it until recently referred to for short as gross out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. That's what people oh, locally know. here call it. I call it G-O-B-M. Oh, there's a big one where you live, right? I'm not trying to brag. We have a pretty good oh, grocery you? outlet, bargain market. <laughs> so yeah. what's the best thing that you ever got at grocery outlet? Uh, for the show or the so surprising thing let's say we've been doing this segment called is it hot it's another like rolling the dice segment where sean is a fucking spice lord and you know he just wants the things to burn his asshole the next day so we just kept buying shit and we saw these pork rinds from a company called pork king good yeah. and they had like a screaming hot or something like that and again we were like it's probably not gonna be that good and we try it and it's the best pork rinds ever had in my life and it was hot hotter than flaming hot it was probably like a seven on the one to ten scale of hot and we loved it so much we contacted the brand they gave us their complete line and we ended up doing like two episodes with them i mean we just asked they gave us stuff and we did it now when we do stuff and we find something that's really good we're just like oh fuck it's mostly snacks right because i Mm -hmm. felt like when i went in there it was like a lot of aisles of like snacks they have fresh food but it's the produce isn't really that good i don't know where they're getting it from so this is another pro tip like again it's kind of taking a gamble but i think it's worth it during the summertime when avocados are like really in the season they will have good organic avocados there all the time but yeah like some stuff there, like non-frozen meat i'm not touching it most vegetables uh, i'm not like i have bought like we used to get beers I got an avocado tip for you guys too. If you ever drive through Central California and you know those signs that say 10 avocados for a dollar? The avocados that you get, they're all pit with a little bit. They're like, we are avocados. They're not worth it. They lured me. You got bamboozled. Sell us your pits. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I had to respect it. Like, I was picking out the biggest ones I in could. Pompeii. And I was, like, late in the day, so everyone else had already gotten all the, even among those ones. So I was getting the absolute, like, there's a square one. You know what I mean? One of them wasn't green. You could yeah. make square pumpkins and fruits <laughs> if you make, like, a box, like, out of wood, and then plant your plant in there. Like, a pumpkin will grow into a square. Those are like, so radley weird. I don't even like the round guys, Okay, so I think I'm ready to rank it. Okay. I don't have any more questions about it. Let's see. I'm trying to look at something that would be similar to it. There's food chains. But it's not really a food chain, There's though. Taco it's Bell, There's no example. other grocery store. It's kind of just like a strange little portal into a world yeah. of chance. Yeah. So at 64, we have Taco Bell, Food-like. which is directly next to the um, grocery outlet that I grew up with. <laughs> Physically. And also um, probably near many grocery outlets. You think oh, that's too I low? Taco Bell needs to be in the top 10, but that's my personal opinion. I mean, uh, well, it's, it's yeah. too late, though. Well, the, the other thing about Taco Bell is Taco Bell is very predictable yeah there are some that are better than others though oh absolutely yeah i'm looking at sardines here 
like ramen. Okay. You got peanut butter ice cream. I feel sardines, like it's I bought sardines at grocery outlet and eaten them, it's, and it was risky. So sardines are at one eleven. Top ramen is at one fourteen. These are things yeah. you might find. Also, triscuits at one twelve. That you might at find them or something you got similar. Sriracha. Are, oh. I have basically bought sriracha only from the grocery outlet for the last I don't know seven years. It does not go before yeah. cold brew though, or like crows. So where's the cold brew there? <laughs> eighty four. Because I want it to be farther back like how often do you really go there just for the record that's not just cold brew coffee that's, that's a that's, shandy yeah, yeah that's... that has lemonade in it oh it's weird even so like I'm you know what is one place you would probably find a cold brew shandy at grocery outlet i could totally see that yeah yeah, yeah but bell biv devoe is better than the grocery outlet okay i agree where's bell biv devoe uh, they're at 92 um, 92 yeah, I agree with that as well. Okay. And I think we can move even further down. Let's see. So I got, I got one that we can compare it to. Okay. Generation ship. So a generation ship is a science fiction idea. It's like the planet you're trying to get to is millions of miles away. And so you get in a ship and you live out generations of human life because you know that your children aren't even going to ever see the planet and your grandchildren might never see the planet, just your great grandchildren. You're taking a risk. You're putting not only your life, but their lives, unborn children's lives into the hands kind of like that when you go to grocery outlet or am i totally just talking about my ass no and also, also if you lived on a generation ship i would think that like a lot of the food you ate might be similar to the type well, that you'd find oh, yeah. grocery outlet. Like, like, besides that avocado thing i don't think there's really food for me yeah. to go back to yeah, like i get ghee at another place when i get other stuff exactly oh. that's the thing is there's other options yeah. like grocery outlet's yeah. cool as an idea but but i think that like even generation ships I, I i like more than it because generation ships is a is a neat sci-fi idea yeah. And so I would think that grocery outlet, like even a little bit further down, generation ships is on one nine. Yeah, a little yeah. bit further down, we have top ramen at 114, for example. And again, I think that it should go below that even because mm, okay, I, I wanna I wanna okay, politely okay, right, put it. I think after top ramen, I think it works because the grocery outlet is way more interesting than Tommy Bahama shirts. Okay. It's definitely better than mm-hmm. whale tail. Because again, whale tail is probably something that would be sold at the grocery outlet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> how stoked there it's, it's, are you when you see a whale tail like out of the water? Yeah. Oh, that's really true. And I, you're not that stoked. How about this? Pete is an expert at grocery that's outlet, true. and grocery outlet does give him a premise for his <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's a positive. You know, that's, that I'm, I'm sorry. Right. So, what if we were to put it right below whale tail? Yeah, that works for me. Below whale tail, above Tommy Bahama shirts. Yeah, exactly. Like Trader Joe's, it makes me really appreciate yeah. a full service grocery store like a Safeway or something mm-hmm. where, you know, there's certain things you can reliably yeah. always get at these places. In my mind, there's only really two things you can reliably get at the grocery outlet, and that's like egg and milk. Because that stuff is fresh. Oh, and yeah, again, totally. that's another pro yeah. tip is like they will have local organic eggs at your grocery outlet. And they will be like two bucks less than most stores. So if you're on a budget, that's the place well, to it's be. The perfect so maybe place that to also on a budget. makes it a better exactly, thing yeah. too because I might be a pretentious dick. Being like, I only buy my avocados from the farmer's market or something. Like, I don't hey, know. Come on, leave me alone on that. <laughs> no, I get, it, I get it at the fancy food store near my house as well. I know. Um, oh, I just get them from the freeway. In San well, I don't so I'm going to put a cap hits. on this. Um, grocery outlet, bargain market uh, goes in at 116, moving Tommy Bahama shirt to number 117. And uh, we'll take a break and come back and do the next thing. Grocery outlet, bargain market. Wow. Organic at this price. The next thing we're going to rank is Steven Seagal. He's an actor, a martial artist. He's a wise man, too. He's a wise... A shaman? A, sh- a shaman. I, I think it was shaman. Um, oh, shaman. Uh, I'm sorry. And I feel like he... No, I don't oh, know I if know that's the, it. I just recently heard it was pronounced shaman. He's an author. I've been seeing it wrong. The he's term. an ambassador to Russia for Donald Trump. But also, he he's a sheriff, right? Yeah, also a sheriff. No, 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 no. no. He was a sheriff's deputy. <laughs> I think he's also been accused of sexual assault, too. And yes. isn't he a math teacher, yeah. too? 
So like, is he like a jack of all trades, master of none? You know, he was married to Kelly LeBrock too. I know. From Weird Science. It's true, from Weird Science. What? Yeah, it blows my mind. Wow. Cocaine is (laughs) a hell of a drug. Wow. Yeah. Just different era. Oh, he had a lot of cocaine? Yeah. There was an era when like, people were crazy about the guy. People were like, this is a a really handsome guy. He's very charismatic. He's always got fringe Uh, coat on. He might be native. Yeah, it's we like, don't know. He's very tall. He's six four. <laughs> he never raises his voice. He never raises. He always talks to you like this. I haven't watched a Seagal movie in like at least a decade. And today I, I did watch On Deadly Ground. And I did notice that when he does raise his voice, he doesn't sound as cool. So I think that's why he doesn't raise Like when he's yelling, he sounds uh, a little bit more frantic. And it, it maybe the, I mean, like a lot of people with the timber of their voice, yeah. myself included. The, uh, when I get drunk, the my voice sounds cool when I shriek. So then I like will sing yeah. karaoke at a very high voice. <laughs> now, there's like three eras of Steven Seagal that I can think of. There's mm. like this early era where he's in pretty much like mainstream films. He's in action movies. Oftentimes he's a star and there's like actual Hollywood actors playing the villain. Now, I don't know. Okay. I, I want to say like John Lithgow yeah. or Gary Busey. Or, Tommy or... Lee Jones was the bad guy in the first. Oh, under- yeah. On the first. Um, under Siege. Under Siege. Above not Dark Territory. Oh, Under Siege. Yeah. Under Siege yeah. is insane. My father-in-law told me he worked at a train and when you, in the place where you can't communicate directly with your superiors yeah. in, in the train and you have to communicate by leaving these messages out on the like yeah. a thing that you grab from the train, that's called Dark Territory. It blew my mind because I'm like, oh, finally I understand what this movie's about. With Under Siege too, and I'm, like, I'm not going to talk about how awesomely bad that movie is because it just that's it just, the one where the girl comes out of the cake that's the first under siege oh, okay i remember this that is the one. one set on the train but at one point steven seagal is slap fighting people and falls off the train right next to him perfectly placed is a ford bronco he walks over to the bronco opens the hood puts his hand in and pulls out this mess of wires it instantly cuts to a scene of him taking two wires and doing the thing to start the car so i watched that movie with my dad i know that's a thing that's in a lot of movies the whole like yeah the hot wire yeah the hot wire thing it's in a lot of stuff but that was the first time i saw it and i turned to my dad and i'm like dad is that real? And my dad just turns to me. And again, I'm like 10 or 11. And he goes, fuck no, kid. <laughs> Older cars can be hotwired, right? You see it in movies all the time. But not just, <laughs> there's a lot more than that. But again, that's my first movie memory of that action. And it stayed with me to this day of just my dad, fuck no. <laughs> is that your favorite Steven Seagal movie now? Because of that, like, memory? I mean, there's definitely the memory association. It's, it's probably is, but that's like. the end of your childhood, really. Because you realize the movies aren't always true. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So maybe it's a, uh, a sad memory. And then you'll find out that he's so not So this is the early era of, of Steven Seagal, right? He's married that's, to Kelly that's LeBron. That's the end of that era. Oh, okay. I'm a hard-to-kill person. But he's in these movies that were surprisingly popular. And then the middle era is like, as we got into the 90s, he was doing things where it's like, if you're a rapper who just went platinum and you want to be an yes. actor. Uh-huh. Oh. Was it yeah, Exit you'll be in a movie opposite him. Movie? And it's like, that went yeah. on for... And a lot of these are directed video. I saw yeah. like three of these Steven Seagal movies in, at the Ukiah Regal 6. Well, that's I not really saying like much I about this. A couple <laughs> of them. Yeah. When I say he was in one with DMX? He's with, been in... so uh, Recently, more recently. He has been in movies um, with DMX. He's been in movies with Ja Rule. He's been in movies with Nas. I didn't know Nas even... Yeah. Yeah, DMX says Exit Wounds. And also there's yeah. one even more recently, I think. Um, oh. Beyond the Law. Beyond the Law. The titles get... Like, <laughs> He's always going about, like, Beyond the Law. <laughs> the, That's like so his imagine, whole deal. Like, you have to come up with generic action movie titles. 
And like years ago, all the good ones were taken. Like many years. They they already took Bad Company. They already took like. I bet you could come up with three. I don't know, because like they've scraped the bottom of the barrel. There's slivers in their fingers from scraping that barrel. Well, I still vote Hard to Kill. (laughs) This is best film. Mason Storm. And when he says he's going to take him to the bank, (laughs) the blood bank. That's the part I don't Oh, fucking dope. You know, like. The thing is, like, I never really appreciated them guys so much. You know, it wasn't like my cup of tea. An ex girlfriend of mine. Uh, who listens to this show so she's probably going to hear this she's like a big Steven uh-huh. Seagal fan and she's like Phil you oh, gotta wow, appreciate really? and she was getting into him which the era what I'm about to start talking about his new era which is super depressing and she was like really in on this early on she's telling me Phil yeah. you gotta see these ones he's painted on his hairline yeah. it's very obvious I think it's a tax dodge they're filming him in Romania and that's like what he's been doing you know how like you see Nicolas Cage movies and they're on Redbox all the time or something yep. or you'll see him and you're like yeah. what is that a movie I can't tell what's going on here and he, he's moved on to horror and I think it's great for, well for Nick Cage it's a different story because there's a presence there he's not sleepwalking through these movies Nick Cage is a whole different story you know he's like, giving yeah. 110% oh yeah he dials yeah. it up and it's like yeah. he gives yeah. them their money's worth and he can't say no to the movie for tax reasons I get it well, he even mo- like you watch Steven Seagal fight kind of like and it's just like very robotic. well in these more recent movies that's what Especially I want to talk days, about yeah. is like she was like Phil you got to watch these movies and I, when I say new I just mean in the last like 20 years sure like he doesn't really move he'll often have a younger guy that does the fighting maybe he's sitting down the whole time he's laying down he doesn't really <laughs> he, he's immobile you know yeah. and it's the same thing where he he kind of talks in this voice so it's, it's almost like he's in blackface but he's not actually there's nothing <laughs> he's not no any makeup on and I know what you mean like, I know what you mean yeah, yeah. His well, whole thing he's is like, in I'm, red I'm, face, technically, I well, guess. Well, that's the other thing. Bit. Depending on which movie. Yeah. He often will yeah. be like, I'm a Tibetan, I'm a monk, I'm Japanese samurai. I'm also, <laughs> yeah. uh, he comes to be, I'm sure he comes to be native. I know that's a thing. Like he, yeah. he, well, well, I, I think he, it's he, just the fringed coats. <laughs> no, I think he says that stuff. Well, or he has a connection yeah. to the so earth I don't or think something. He... But even in Under Siege, there's like a native community in that film. And like he shows up to the bar and they're like, oh, there's him. He sticks up for oh, the do, do you mean guy. on Deadly Ground? Oh, sorry. No, on Deadly Ground is the one where he gives a shout out to the environment, right? Dude, there's like the 20 minutes in the movie where he's just, it's just like a Greenpeace video. I yeah. Heard it was supposed to be an hour and they made him cut it to like. Oh my God. Oh, you mean that like the dream thing that he had where he goes to the spirit world? He gets touched by a feather on the forehead and goes to like the spirit world for a while. Is that what you're talking about? Such a dope movie. Such. So, okay, so no, so, Tiff, you I'm asked serious. earlier what's my favorite Steven Seagal movie. Like, I have the funnest memories of Under Siege 2, but like on Deadly Ground is on this other level of the fever dream right and it's like i hate that movie but i can't not enjoy it like arlie army just fucking nicholas cage level scene chewing through it you got michael kane yeah. fucking samuel L. jackson Wait, hair acting michael in, kane it. in the movie michael kane's the bad guy yeah, yeah michael kane's <laughs> yeah. the main villain and he really overdoes it too oh yeah i almost yeah. felt like he didn't want to be there i'm sure he didn't like, like frequently doesn't want to be there it, it was yeah. like a jaws 4 situation <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah i don't yeah, want to yeah. do this but i want to build that addition to my house yeah. yeah like what tiffany said like with jaws 4 that was michael kane's thing was like he won mm-hmm. an oscar but he couldn't uh, accept the oscar because he was filming jaws 4 and he's yeah. like yeah i've never seen jaws 4 michael kane said but he's seen the house that he bought with the money yeah. he got from Jaws 4, and it's like a <laughs> yeah. lovely house. He is barely even trying in that movie. It's like oh, he yeah, is yeah. drunk. But he elevates so much just by out. being there, you know? He does a weird phoning it in where he's not, he... there's no subtlety to his acting, and he's an actor, I'm talking about my Ken, who like yeah. 
can have a lot of subtlety. And in this, he just doesn't. He plays it like the most flat, like... Yeah. Uh, Did uh, he have an American accent? Was he like a Texan or something? No, no. He had his English okay. accent, but he's just... Okay. They probably had somebody else who, like, dropped out, and they were just like, can you do this? They'll pay you this much. Here's a bag of money. I think you're Michael Caine, and they're like, hey, do you want to be in Jaws 4? We're going to fly you to the Bahamas, or you could do nothing for the next yeah. month. You know, like, what, what do you want to do? Like, is your schedule that full? you got to be in a lot of trash. Otherwise, you won't be able to appreciate the good performances, you know? Well, Christopher mm-hmm. Lee is, like... You know, obviously a great actor, but he was in all those old Roger Corman, like vampire yeah. movies and stuff. Yeah. But like what he said about it was like, yeah, you know, he was kind of like a classically trained actor. So there weren't any small roles. So he just gave like 100 percent even to like the shittiest role. But I don't think Michael Caine is giving 100 percent to his shittiest yeah. role. Yeah. That's too yeah. bad because yeah. he's a legend. And yeah. on Deadly Ground, we were talking about whether or not Seagal pretends to be Native American or is Native American. I don't think he says, will say that he he's is. He's like a friend but, of um, the Native. Yeah. Dude, and like, without going all the way to saying that he's Native, I think his character in it, it's meant to strongly imply that it is. I agree. There's a part at the beginning where he gets in a bar fight and like, yeah. He's fighting these oil workers. Oh. Like they're like harassing a native guy, and yeah, he like bad, waits yes. till they like it's... kind of fuck him up a bit and like totally degrade him. And he's like, "All right, I'll step in." But then he beats the guys up, and it's like he's like, "Well, let's see. That's uh, natives eight and uh, oil workers zero. You know, after he like knocks out eight of them. But the, the one thing about the scene, as a side note, twice in the same fight scene, two different characters get hit in the balls. Yes, <laughs> and they both exclaim, "My balls!" <laughs> Dude, that movie has a lot <laughs> of ball. I just assumed that was realism. I, I thought. I I don't have balls. So. Yeah, it's like in real life, Jake, people say the same thing. People are pretty boring and repetitive. So it's like, why wouldn't you say the same thing your friend just said? Dude, he I got... just said my balls right before you. Oh, or maybe shit. it's just like they, they accidentally reshot the same page of the script. The movie's directed by Seagal. I think it was the first one. It's his only movie he's directed. Is it? Yeah. God. And also like it, it flopped. Oh, it God. was critically panned. And it yeah. was kind of the end of that first segment of his career where he was, he was actually a big like star. Yeah. And after that, within four years, he was doing mostly directed video stuff. Yeah. And even after that, like he was either doing, it was sequels but or he was sharing the marquee with somebody. Sure. You know, there are these guys that fund his movies now. They're in like Central Asia. So these are like, maybe it's like money laundering. For some reason, he's still in these movies yeah. and they're still mm. spending money on it. Yeah. And I don't really understand what he's doing. Maybe yeah. it's like just for taxes. Like he doesn't want to pay taxes. So that's what this thing with Putin or he's, I think he's a Russian citizen now. He knows. I mean, that's a, like, he, yeah. he is a it, Russian it citizen said his, now. It said his parents were Russian. Yeah, I think he comes from Russian or maybe Russian, Russian Jewish, Jewish descent. immigrants. Yeah. He claims to be homies of Putin. Putin kind of like distanced himself from him, but they definitely know each <laughs> other. And Putin does send him to um, Venezuela to give a samurai sword to Nicolas Maduro, Ooh. which yeah. is crazy so, as well. Like, can we talk about his book? Are you talking about like Eagle uh, Wolf or something? The or? Way of the Shadow Wolves with a foreword by Joe Arapayo, that racist piece of shit Maricopa County Sheriff guy. So he's just yeah. a big turd? There's a TV show that's kind of like Shadow Wolf type stuff. And Shadow Wolves is like his novel where it's like basically a fever gym. You get a look inside what's inside his head where he's a... Because he claimed to have been a CIA guy. and In real life? Oh, yeah. In real life, he claimed yes. to have no. been a CIA operative That's and a martial arts crazy. master. Dude, and he claims a lot of stuff. And a math what, teacher? What, <laughs> yeah. Were you going to say that he would like to... You said there's a TV show? Oh, like? there's a TV show that I really enjoy. It's called Decker. Oh, yeah. It's one of the guys from Tim and Eric. And it's kind of hard to watch. Like, my wife will not be in the room when it's on. Mm-hmm. It's so ugly looking. Like... <laughs> but that's part of the charm, though. I thought you were gonna say it's violent. Well, no, it's kind of got no, that. Tim, you know, like Tim and Eric have that it's have that cheap. aesthetic where it's like yeah. it's hard to look at. It's kind of gross. Everybody looks say sort the of same ugly. thing over and over. Shadow Woes is like the same kind of idea as that, or like a, um has a little bit of Walker Texas Ranger in it too. So has anyone read that book? I've read excerpts. I've seen them online. But yeah. yeah, okay. By the wow, way, the full name of the book is "The Way of the Shadow Wolves: The Deep State and the Hijacking of America." Oh. Yep. 
Um, so it's, 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 it's just really annoying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's supposedly just pure Fox News conservative propaganda. Like QAnon. Oh, you non- mean more reality for me. More <laughs> real truth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you mentioned Joe Arapaio. Uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah, of course. And Tiffany mentioned that he was a sheriff's deputy. <laughs> a sheriff in Louisiana deputized him. It's essentially a ceremonial title. Yeah, like Shaq um, did that one. Because yeah. Yeah. Seagal doesn't have any law uh, enforcement certification yeah. um, even though he claims he does claim that he does he doesn't so and and with this louisiana <laughs> sheriff's uh, deputy post he shot this show called steven seagal lawman which is there's right. three seasons of it the first two were in louisiana and you know apparently he would like he didn't really do much he'd kind of go after people who would like miss parole meetings or whatever and arrest them oh, like and then the third season the was kind of yeah. yeah like the third season he went to arizona Oof. and teamed up with sheriff joe wow. then and it was claimed that they killed a puppy while driving a tank through a house during a raid. Oh, God. I don't know about that. That's got to move him down the list. Yeah. yeah. Killing yeah, a, yeah, of course. And not yeah. a dog. A, a puppy. puppy. I, I talked about the fake claims that Steven Seagal had made about being a deputy. Mm-hmm. Here's I'm going to run through quickly a lot of other fake claims he's made. Oh. Or claims he's made, whether or not yeah. they're fake. He said he worked uh, as a security for the Shah of Iran in the late 70s during the Iranian Revolution. He said he also worked for security for Desmond Tutu and Anwar Sadat of Egypt. Uh, there's no evidence of that. He claimed that while he was living in uh, Japan uh, as an Aikido instructor, and I think it might be true that he was the first Westerner to own and operate his own dojo in Japan, but uh, he claimed that he was approached by the CIA and was working for them there. He's made some other claims. I mean, that's uh, let's see. plenty. <laughs> there's been some claims made about him. I don't even have any claims. Various women, think. like, because <laughs> I was searching for Steven Seagal now, like, if I turn my phone on, I get Steven Seagal news pushed at me. Yeah. So yeah. there's a woman, Juliana Margulis, and she says, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Steven Seagal was, like, tried to pressure me for sex and whatnot, and he's a monster, mm-hmm. and he's a bad dude. Yeah. And he tried to read her palm and claim that he could read her future. And so that was, like, how he was trying to get with her, and she was, like, oh, laughing about it, like, years later. He also claimed that he was a better uh, martial artist and actor than Jean-Claude Van Damme. This was oh, in the 90s. Pucky. And Sylvester Stallone oh. said that uh, there was a party that Stallone had at his house. And, this um, was a party. Seagal was there, and he bailed when he heard that Van Damme had just walked in the door uh, ready for a fight. Oh, and this is Stallone saying that yeah, this yeah, happened. I've heard yeah. this story. Yeah, that's so fucking dope. Like, you know what he was going to do, though? He's just going to do the splits over two chairs or something and be like, now nah, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Van Damme couldn't even speak English really but he had more presence and he was better yeah. looking. Like, yeah. it's just true. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. Buns for he days. Wasn't, he wasn't as tall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as we alluded to in the opening, too, he had also said, this is on set, he claimed that because of his Aikido training, he couldn't be choked out. And a stepman was like, okay, I'll try to choke you out and just immediately choked him out. And apparently, uh, Seagal shit his pants when that happened. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yep. Well, that's rough. So good thing Danzig didn't shit his pants. When so Steven Seagal, actor, a writer. Well, no, he, it sounds like he's getting a lot of job offers for security all over the world. Well, this was like before he, <laughs> he became, had previously. Yeah. That was before he was an and actor. And then what happened was he was like a like even after he's an actor. More recently, yeah. he taught Aikido to Serbian special forces. This is like, like in the last so many years. I mean, do you, do you know about his like MMA connections? How I don't know the fighters' names, but there's like this crew of fighters. Like a bunch of them were like, "Yo." We were trained by Steven Seagal. And then at one point, like videos of like him training them came out. If you can find these videos, look at them because it literally looks like a slowed down fight from one of his movies. Like it's just like <laughs> choreographed slowly slap fighting. Yeah. If I was an MMA yeah. fighter, I would not want this published. Like it's like you do not look flattering. Yeah. You think they got paid cash though? Or but maybe if you're not an MMA fighter. Must have, yeah. yeah. Or like maybe they got like Russian citizenship. He's like not allowed on SNL and shit. Uh, Why is oh. it just from being I, I heard he was voted like 
worst toast and very difficult to work with. Like, I mean, imagine well, yeah. that guy trying to be funny. That would be the tough thing about that show is like a lot of times you'll have an actor or comedian or someone like this on, right? But then yeah. a couple times a year you have like the guy who won the Super Bowl, uh, Steven Seagal, or somebody with no sense of humor or like thinks right. they're funny because they have hangers on that tell them they're funny. Yeah. It would just be the most difficult thing being like a writer trying to write for that person. Yeah. And trying I need to... my but, balls fluffed every well, 30 minutes. Well, and apparently that was the problem with him on SNL is that like the rule is that you go on that show and like you need to work with the writers because the writers need to write you material. Mm-hmm. But like he just was a dick and was just like, that's stupid. That doesn't sound good. And they're just but like, they're going to make fun of you. To yeah. a little bit. Like, they're yeah, going to, yeah. like, make you do like, yeah, you got, things yeah, that you, aren't normal for you. You got to play like, against type or yeah. you got to, you know, you're in drag or whatever. Or, you know, He's do something. not as flexible as Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think that's <laughs> what this is all about. <laughs> I got to say, like, in the peak era of those two, I preferred Van Damme. Like, Van Damme was sure. like, Time Cop is cool. Like, Oh, yeah. Movie rules. Bloodsport. Van Damme's movie My sister was heavily into Van Damme. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. I remember old ladies talking about his butt when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Pete, when you first suggested this topic, yep. you mentioned about Seagal living in Willits, and maybe you'd have some stories about Willits, California, which is uh, near Ukiah, California, yeah, yeah. Mendocino County. Oh, he has a notebook. He's opening a notebook. I so, see. okay. So, like, in, I want to say, like, 90 to 95, 96 or something, he bought this plot of land up in Brook Trails up in Willits. Brook Trails is like the oh, fancy Oh, I remember area. this. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, fancy yeah. Groves area. Yeah. He bought some land up there, and this is when he was with Kelly LeBrock, just to date this, um, but which I still don't understand how he was married to her. It makes no fucking sense. Well, you sense. know, the heart wants what it he's wants. He's tall, and... man. He's 6'4". Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but so there's a few things about him being up in Willits. So this is the one that I tried internetting hard, and I couldn't actually find proof of it. Supposedly, he gave a commencement speech to Willits High one year. Okay. Imagine that fucking out for justice is giving me my fucking yeah. commencement speech. Well, we got to yeah. go to Willits and ask around. Somebody must have videotaped yeah. it. Um, but then so my dad lived in Brook Trails at the same time when he lived there. And I'll get to that in a second. But um, my dad also told me about a story that he heard from his like mutual friends in the area. Um, there's a bar up in Willits that I would love to know if, if, if it's survived the pandemic or not. But uh, it's called uh, Al's Redwood Room or as my dad, oh, yeah. my dad just Redwood describes it the redneck room. So my dad was like, yeah, apparently Seagal showed up one day, got wasted and started fights with people and was being like, oh, you think you, you can fuck me up? And like one guy apparently just like- Was it Native Americans boom. versus- uh, <laughs> exactly No, one guy apparently just like decked him once and he just like, boom, fell to the ground. And they were, and like, they just left him there apparently. That's the redneck way. <laughs> but so my dad met him one day. So my, dad, you know, my dad's like in his front yard working on something. Hot wearing a car. I wish, I wish. Oh, yeah. So it's funny because it talks about like, you know, it was like it was a Bronco in that movie. So Seagal shows up in this pristinely clean black Bronco. My dad made a point of that he's just like, he lives up in Brook Trails, but his vehicle is clean. He's like, it doesn't make sense, you know? And he comes up, he had bought an imported elk up to Brook Trails. Okay. Yeah. Right. Apparently what happened was that he didn't build a proper fence. Elk are fucking big, man. Yeah. Elk are humongous. They broke out. He was telling them that he's like, yeah, so Mike, I bought my elk up here and they've apparently gone around. And my dad was like, I thought he was going to ask me if they show up, can you call me? He was talking to me and then his voice got even lower and he did the things he does in the movies where he like crosses his arms and he's just like, if my elk come around here, you better not fuck with them. And my dad was like, <laughs> get off of my property yeah and he did he, and he's like yeah he got in this bronco and drove away and then so like close by to there there is uh indian reservation and apparently what happened was he went up there tried to tell these indians what to do and they were just like get the fuck out of here dude and then like a week later a bunch of his elk showed up on the reservation and they shot his elk despite him because they couldn't do anything oh man yeah right yeah i guarantee yeah, I mean, they ate anyway. it and they used every part oh yeah 
Wait, you can just buy elk and then put them somewhere, like stocking a pond of fish? I guess you can just buy some, like, fencing. (laughs) Throw some elk in there. You you can, where do you go to buy? I bet they were shipped. Like, I want elk. You need to buy me some elk. And I just turn him into Donald Trump. Like, you gotta... <laughs> no, you know, he does sound a lot like Donald Trump. I, I understand. Like, once you're at the point where you're married to Kelly LeBrock, you can make yeah. keep asking. Maybe for that stuff. was it. Yeah. Him and Donald Trump both have like the '80s cool tough guy way of speaking. Yeah. Or they, they're trying to do that. They're not. Cool I kind of think it works for them though. Like, I mean, it works for them in the sense that like one guy was able to take that bullshit to the White House, and another guy was able to take <laughs> it. To, he continues yeah. his career, and he married Kelly LeBrock and all that stuff. Like, you, none of us married Kelly LeBrock, you know? No. So maybe we should start getting closer after yeah, him. Yeah. I do want to say Let, a few yeah. things. Like, these are uh, some positives about him, mm-hmm. is that historically he has been pro- like environmental yeah. issues. The sermon that he gives at the end of um, On, On Deadly, Deadly Ground, yeah. maybe one of the better parts of the movie. It's kind of <laughs> cool. You know, he defends the earth and tells us we should be better yeah. with the earth. It's a good message, but the delivery is just But not, does he still not, think not that as a weirdo now? That's a good question. Yeah. I bet he does, but who knows? Like, And also in 97, I should note that he had another movie, which is also a great title, Fired Down Below, uh, in which he plays an EPA agent fighting industrialists. Fighting syphilis. Um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> For these movies, are there like do they just take a script and change where it said drug dealers to oil drillers? On Deadly Ground has a lot of detail about uh-huh. the, the oil industry. Because they're in that, Alaska, like, right? Well, like recently. specifically. Yeah. 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 So they did that for Under Siege 2, by the way. Under Siege 2 was like it was a different movie that they had been well, kind of circling around. That makes sense. They repurposed it for Seagal. Around that era, there were a lot of like diehard on this, diehard on that. And I think it was a, a potential diehard sequel that yeah. they like. I mean, it's yeah. like Passenger 57 or every movie was diehard for a few years. Yeah. Some of them good. Like, I love The Rock. I think that's a great one so um another positive about seagal is that uh, he made an album um in 2005 he released oh, an album no. the title of which is songs from the crystal cave okay. uh, i listened to one song of it today it sounds like exactly what a middle-aged boomer would make <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, I, mean. I may have listened to it a couple of days ago negatives for him is that he is a cop um or at least he tries yeah. to be one he did speak out against taking a knee um when that was an issue mm-hmm. um and he said you shouldn't use your platform like that for political uh views which is weird because he did the that exact yeah. thing. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, I, but he's a very interesting person. <laughs> I also like, don't like how he like claims to be like native or like does stuff with native people. But yeah. when he shows yeah, up, yeah, yeah. he like is there to like protect them all because they can't like protect the themselves savior. or yeah. speak yeah. for yeah. themselves, yeah. like mm-hmm. kind of thing. But he's supposed to be like equal with them, or we all adore him. But I don't know if that's exactly the case. Yeah. I do watch and his he films. Shit like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I feel like part of being native in in this country is like a race to who can like do the most appropriation or get away with the most. Yeah. Well, we're getting extra popular now too. Oh, we're getting extra popular. I so feel prepare. like people be doing that. Like every time yeah. you meet somebody who is from certain parts of the country, you meet someone from Oklahoma and they're always trying to tell you about, they got this, that. Well, people usually stop telling me they're native when I tell them I'm native. Oh, they're, 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 <laughs> yes. they quit talking. Yeah. They're like, Oh, straight hair. Like, especially if I have my hair in braids or something, they're like, Oh shit. Uh, I don't say that anymore. Cause I met an actual native person and now I can't. Man, I don't say that anymore because I took a fucking 23 of me. Yeah. I don't even have to take the test. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I just know. So let's so think about it. Yes, should, should we turn yeah, around? I'm ready to rank this. Oh my something? gosh. Okay. Now there are other Hollywood actors on here. And some poopy is, ones too. I think he should be number Near 162. I think he so should be 162. I think he should be at the very, oh, very, very bottom. Oh, he should be at the bottom. No. Oh. You no. think so? So this I guy you're saying is worse than QAnon and Transphobia. I disagree. Okay, 
Because Steven uh, Seagal will die. Transphobia is going to live Like, cigarettes longer. have killed people. Yeah. yeah. I found out that cigarettes didn't kill my grandfather. I thought they did because he smoked these weird cigars I didn't know about. So I would say he's like kind of like a McRib where like some people are like hella stoked when <laughs> he's there. Underneath. But, uh, but maybe above McRib underneath. But Hank is Williams. he as bad as Hank Williams, John Voight, or Jenny McCarthy? I think that the artistic output, especially of Hank Williams... And some of the early work of Jenny McCarthy. John Hank Williams Jr. Cowboy. is what we're talking about. But definitely yeah. Hank Williams Jr.'s songs. I like way more of his Jenny songs. Jenny McCarthy I mean, fucked hell would... shit up lately, though. She's... True, yeah, yeah. Her anti-vaxxer bullshit is yeah, it's a problem. horrible. Yeah, like people have actually died probably that wouldn't have died yeah. if, it, if it wasn't for her. Yeah. And I bet you we can assume that the Seagal feels the same way if he is not. Well, we're just attributing it. all I mean, dumb. Like, like the access is just like. I mean, if it's dumb, I mean, he probably if believes you it. Watch, if he believes in the deep Fox state, News, he probably you just believes. repeat the same shit, right? That's all yeah. they. Say. If you know yeah. exactly what they're going to say, because they all say the same shit. Maybe not. Like, tell me about Hillary's emails. <laughs> I, I kind of. I'm looking at that crew of people of Jenny McCarthy, John Voight, and Hank Williams. Hank Williams Jr. He probably goes in there somewhere with them, right? Like, oh, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. so. Yeah. John, John Voight now is like on that Fox News level. You know what, though? Uh, you hear about people who have worked with John Voight? He's a sweetheart. He's a nice wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. He's a good really? Guy. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Again, got some he's politics. He's, he's got some yeah. great movies. But, yeah. yeah. And he's a national treasure and whatnot. You and know? he bit Kramer. You did he? He bit oh, him? Oh, in the... In Seinfeld. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of feel like we did him wrong, but we just didn't want to hear what he was saying that week when we were ranking him. Uh, John Voight, that is. But I feel like oh, Hank- I don't know. I'm not sure about that because uh, he's sketchy. Yeah, he's sketchy. You know what? I'm thinking actually below Hank Jr. because Stephen Skull just doesn't have his albums better. He's very interesting. Jake Williams Jr.'s yeah. album's better. As much I gotta better. say, like, it's a lot of work to watch a Steven Seagal movie. When you said you watched sure. a whole one, like, true. I, I, it's true. you it's might true. We joke about it and we say it's crazy, it's wild, but actually kind of boring. You Keep know, that like, shit an hour yeah. and a half. And, There's no yeah. need uh, for I watched Midnight hour. Cowboy uh, recently, too. Midnight Cowboy is a yeah. great movie. Yeah. Um, not necessarily yeah. all because of John Voight, but it is a great movie. Right. And so he is in, great in it, though. So, McRib, do we want to put him below or above McRib? Uh, uh, I put him above the McRib. McRib is a. Have you had a McRib? Many years ago. You did, though. I had McRib, and it caused me pain. And he's never caused me pain. That's why. He looks like a McRib. I was thinking he's a physical embodiment of a McRib. Okay, so we're going to put him above McRib. So I'm going to put a cap on this. Uh, Steven Seagal, the actor. You got McRibbed, buddy. The actor, CIA agent, bodyguard, etc. Yeah. yeah, sheriff. Goes in at 157, moving uh, McRib to 158. And we're going to take a quick break and come back and do the last thing. Yeah. All right. Are you a man? Oh, Jesus. My own man. Yeah, I'm a man. I got a big pair of balls right between my legs. Did you use those to beat up on this little native man? Big balls, okay. Okay, uh, we're back. We're going to do the last topic, which was submitted by Sarah S. And that's self-promotion. And let's just start by, um, I'll, I'll go to you, Pete. Um, why don't you promote uh, Grocery Gamblers? Yeah, so um, you should check out the Grocery Gamblers podcast. Um, it's a podcast where we try unique and interesting or wacky food concepts. And uh, each episode centers around a theme. And uh, we usually try three or four items. And it's... Uh, we usually end up talking about uh, how much it affects our guts. So uh, yeah, you should, uh, you should check it out. Tip, Tiff's been on, and it was uh, Tiff was on early. And it was a really fun. I uh, fresh she was fry up, she... ice cream. Mm-hmm, yeah, well, that sounds good. It was the fries was got soggy not... though. Yeah, you know, like yeah. The... that was one where we were, like we were all were like, oh, this is gonna be dope, and then we eat it and we're like, this sucks. Like kind of. Kind was of it like the idea of it? It simulates the the idea of dipping fries into a milkshake. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, exactly. But I think it was but, also but, vanilla and not chocolate, right? Yeah, it was, it was vanilla, and the the fries were not like actual French fries. You know those like yeah, they were like those chip fries. Pic- They're pic- like the picnic. Cr- picnic. 
Yeah, yes. the picnic. It was yes. basically picnics in there, and it just it didn't work. It was it's one of those things where you know what? Someday someone will crack the code on that one. You know what? I and it'll still it. end up at the grocery outlet. And I respect it. I gotta it. say, I respect it. Yeah, um, but then you try it and you're like, gross. But I respect it. Yeah. But yeah, no, check it out. We're on all the streaming platforms and we got an Instagram at Grocery Gamblers Pod. And yeah. Is there going to be a link in our show notes? Because hopefully we can put one. There will be a link in our show notes. Yeah. I was going to promote our show notes a little bit. Nice. How about you, Tiff? Well, self promotion is weird for me, too. Like, I'm not a great self promoter. And also, like, you know, it's just weird to be braggy or hella thirsty for Think of it like you're promoting your co host. Oh. There That's how I do it. Yeah. I love yeah. Mark and Joshua. They're my co-hosts, and for each episode, each one of us picks a different uh, bad movie, and then we all watch it. Like uh, the next movie Joshua picked is going to be Toy Soldiers. So I don't know if you guys have seen that in a long oh, wow. time, but I don't think it's bad. It's gonna... Is that different than Small Soldiers? Small Soldiers. No, uh... I heard Universal Soldier is good. Yes, that movie rocks. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, we're also on every with platform. Good. Soldier with Kurt Russell is very good. But anything yeah. with Kurt Russell yeah. is very good. You, yeah. you know who you're talking to. You're like, yeah. You're talking to right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, when you say Toy Soldiers, you're talking about the Sean Astin movie? Yeah. So okay. it's about these terrorists attack a boys' school? Yeah, but like it's like a rich kid school. So like all like they don't live with their yeah. parents or anything. So the, they go there and like hold the school hostage because they want their parents to pay for their kids back and stuff. But then these guys are like in an army school. So they're going to take care of these guys on their own. It sounds like what might happen every once in a while is you're watching a movie that you think is going to be bad and it's not. And you love it. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. no, I, I remember really liking it when I was young and I think it's going to be cool. Did you mention the intermission part of the intermission? Yeah. So yeah, Joshua, no, I didn't, but yeah, Joshua okay. and Mark and I, basically we talk through movies, but then we take an intermission and Mark and I get stoned and then Josh talks shit to us a little bit, but yeah, we get stoned and then uh, we talk about the movie afterwards and like go into pretty deep detail. <laughs> um, but yeah, check it out. We're around, you know. There's a good premise too. Some good premises out there. Yeah, it was actually good Mark's idea. Guys. Mark, he wanted a lady host, and because he, he said there wasn't enough lady hosts, and he's very, he, yeah. you know, he's a very nice, nice person. He's like one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And then Joshua's like a dick, so it's a good balance. Yeah, you got a little contrast. Yeah, and yeah, I'm for, in the middle. For, you know, to for pos- Jake and I, our gimmick is it's like these these two older white guys. <laughs> and it's like no other podcasts have that so it's like our that's our secret sauce you know? <laughs> I love I love your podcast actually I think it's great thank you yeah, thank you yeah and oh, thanks for having me on again a second time it's a treat it's appreciate fun. that lucky to have you yeah, oh. yeah, yeah um, thanks for having us thanks for bringing us on yeah I mean yeah, this, of course is it, yeah. wait, so is this an all original Mendo cast on this um, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. By Mendo, he means Mendocino County, uh, which uh, you can find if you listen to. Uh, we we ranked well, yeah, Mendocino County. So we ranked it pretty high because <laughs> where we're from. Yeah. We're all from all, all around there. Um, so I was gonna um, on and the subject of self promotion. Did, Tip, did you have more, something more to say about the topic in oh, general? Or? I just like it's icky for me a lot of times, especially like yeah. when you see people like it's it's free to like my art and my post, but I'm like, where's yeah. your please, dude? Like, (laughs) I'm afraid I don't like promoting or saying stuff. I I have real problems with it. And the only way I can justify it to myself is because I I make this podcast with Jake all the time. But the only way I can is, oh, I'm promoting Jake. Like, I'm promoting what Jake does. He's yep. my, you know, yeah. he's my partner in this. So I'm big, I'm giving him like a, you know, I'm, I'm but pumping it's him you up. Too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but it's that's, like, that's I just I can't it. think of it that way or else I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, I can't, I don't take, you know how like people would take pictures of their kid or their their sandwich or something and they put it on social media. I can't really do that because yeah. I don't really want, I don't know. It's like, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm, I guess I'm a more private person or a little shy. Also, it's weird it to be all thirsty for attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, so there's like a but line. We have to, but you know? it's necessary because we have yeah. to, like, we make this thing. We want people to listen to it. So yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. It's even stranger when, like, like I, like I haven't told certain family members that I make this podcast. So I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't want them to hear me talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought about a persona when we first started it, but it's like, can I keep that up? Like, is that sustainable? Yeah. You gotta come. You gotta commit. Yeah, you gotta commit with it. But see, but then you come with that, and then you're just self promoting that persona. Yeah, and you've I, turned into that persona. And I think the you know? hobbies are kind of a lost art in a way. Like, why do we always have to be like a, a self promotion of ourselves? Like, why can't like my my podcast is more of a hobby? You know, like yeah, you guys yeah. are yeah. fucking yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of it and like very good. I am less on top of it for sure. But oh, like, I, I wouldn't know. say that ours is mostly a hobby too. But we just, you know, if we make it, we want people to listen to it. Sure. So we, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 To wrap up this round of self promotion, uh, I'm going to take our turn and um, remind the listener that if you're listening to this podcast the day it comes out, voting for what item we're going to re rank yeah. uh, in an upcoming episode is will be closing this weekend. The voting period, so hurry up and vote. And you can um, vote. And every I also want to say. Yeah, I just had an idea before this started. Listener, if you do a five-star review and take a photo of it, email it to us and tell us one submission that you want us to bump to the front of the submissions queue. Now that's how you promote. That's, <laughs> yeah. So email it to listenaeverydamthing.net. Oh, Jake, I see what you're doing. That's very Anyway, since we pre-record this, if you do that, um, it, it'll take a few weeks before we actually honor it. But again, uh, submit a five-star review, take a screenshot of it, email it to listenaeverydamthing.net and um, tell us what one item that you've either a new item or something that you've already submitted will bump it to the front of the queue so let's rank the thing then well a two or three star review would be fine I was thinking I bet it's not it doesn't no 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 no. why are you wasting (laughs) time making reviews for two stars I don't know how Apple (laughs) calculates it maybe they calculate like because when if you see some some stars and it's like every review you see is either five or zero like I always wonder like who goes on Amazon and is like giving something three stars well you can't check Films on Amazon because they're all five stars. Because I bought Under Siege but, too, but and it's my but you favorite can trust, five stars. You, you can trust the three star review, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm usually more like, oh, okay. It, it's like I, I'll get a little hesitant, but then I'm also like, I'm a little more interested now, opposed to just like it's good because Iron Man's in it, and it's like. Right. Hey man, it is. If Iron Man's in it, you know. Hey man, Iron I, I mean, yeah, I, I, obviously, you know, but you know. Uh, let's let's try to rank this self promotion really okay, quick. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's it. an idea, right? Promotion uh, side hustle. It's a practice. It's like sex in that sense. Which is um, oh yeah, okay, wow. so sex and is sex is sex kind of, is kind of, of, of self promotion. Uh, it is in a way, sex yeah. Is better though, because I feel like you you don't get to necessarily feel the results of your self promotion. It might be like way later. I'm with Tiff on this yeah. one. And wonderful thing between people, whatnot, but self promotion generally always makes you feel a little cheaper. Yeah. And, like yeah, you're in a does. cab and you're like, listen to my show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's tricky because it, it's it's something that like makes you feel bad, but it is in, in in many ways it frequently can be good. For example, like if you're like applying for a job or something. Right. I mean, self promotion right. is good in that. Oh case. yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah. To I me, mean, it, to I, me, I it, like it for seems a job like today, and I was like, oh. I was, I'm like, yes, I'm a guy. I always have a collar on my shirt, you know. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, uh, I got a yeah, I, I have I have reasonable interests, and my mind is like generally pretty solid. You know, I had yeah. to like do this. It's not like I was lying, but I was like, you know. You're fluffing. Yeah, fluffing. Yeah. You fluff yeah. yourself. Um, 
It has to happen every half hour. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, and I only so agree number ups. So I'm so I'm looking sort of at the middle of the list okay. because it's dipping like sauce? an equally. <laughs> where is dipping sauce? It's a dipping sauce one. Just... Well, the problem with dipping sauce is it'll get on your shirt. A self promotion uh, worse than glitter. I mean, I love glitter too, but it does I get fucking too. everywhere. Uh, See, like I, what, what about number ninety? Online dating is self promotion. Oh, it's, it's a very similar. Yeah, it's, very it's similar. Even, yeah. I mean, it's there's they're very related. And it's I mean, something but, like where if you're single, that's something you have to be doing because there's no yeah. other way to meet people nowadays. Just like if you we want somebody to listen to your podcast or do whatever, you have to do yeah. some self promotion. Like and subscribe. Yeah. 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 Smash <laughs> that yeah, like button. Uh, Online, yes, yeah. smash it. I don't have a frame of reference for online dating. I don't I, either, so, so I, I couldn't say. I think I it kind to, of fucking mm. rules. But well, <laughs> it's okay. a hot mess. Well, it, it was, I mean, I haven't been single for a while now, but it was like, it's it's, so it's you just like get dating. laid the whole time. But yeah, it's I mean, easy. We can talk about this off. off. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Tiffany, it's like you look at these people and you just scroll through them, and they're human beings. Yeah. It's awesome. And if like, it yeah. seems like See, it's a really cool gross. thing. What's that? It does seem yeah. gross yeah. a little, but like, you're like, only <laughs> seems gross because of my Puritan sensibilities. Like your buckle in reality, hat. it's pretty. Well, okay, let me let me let me put it this way: when you're swiping, you're just like, oh, they're hot, or like, oh, this person actually seems really fun, and then like you match up, and you're just like, you get this high of like, oh shit. But the phone oh, does shit, that to you isn't... already, like lifting this, up and no, looking but, but, at your phone, like sparks but, the but, serotonin. But Tiff, this can lead to sex, though. That's the whole difference. Yeah. Well, so could self promotion because. I mean, yeah, I mean, self-promotion more roundabout is, is, is part yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, I feel like self-promotion should maybe go, just because it makes me feel so comfortable, I think it should go below online. And online I also like cows. He made such a good... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's go a little further down. Um, uh, okay, well, Crocs. But I also like Whoppers. Phil really likes Crocs. I, and also, that's like Don't my like brand Crocs. now, because I go to the grocery store, and the teen there told me, I fuck with Crocs when he saw me. That's a nice name. <laughs> so, um, so he... So it's like that's my self promotion. He knows me as that guy who has Crocs, yeah. like he does. They don't. So know not much further work. down from uh, Crocs, uh, one hundred and one is Ice Cube, um, who um, I really like his music, but he's uh, as we've said before in the podcast, he's said some vile. Yeah. Um, he's had some lyrics that are pretty misogynistic, uh, and so I'd be happy with putting self promotion above him. I think. Um, but Spaceballs is okay. better than. I don't right. like Spaceballs, so yeah. I'd be, I think I, I, I think Spaceballs oh, right, isn't right, right. great either. Yeah. I feel like any, any yeah. chance I have to put something above Spaceballs, I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> I think it should go above Spaceballs. Spaceballs is a lot about self-promotion of Mel Brooks, where it's like, I think Spaceballs it's a height of hubris. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. If you're, yeah. if you're Mel Brooks, you're making this movie, you're like, what do people most want to see in 1985? Do they want to see the actors I've cast in this movie? No, they want to see Mel Brooks himself. And the guys of Yoda talking about <laughs> talking about merchandise and self promotion. I, I kind of like I like self promotion more than I like Spaceballs. Okay, uh, so Tiff and Pete. Oh, would band you get, t-shirts. Get That's kind of like self promotion for the band. It is. Yeah, I it was going to say it's very. I think we've established it would be under Crocs already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's put it um, above Spaceballs. Hold on. I want to. I want to make sure that these guys are okay yeah, with that. Um... I also have no idea what Spinderella is. So Spinderella is the DJ, DJ for Salt yeah. Pepper. Yeah. Like I, right. I feel I mean, like I would yeah. self-promote before wearing Crocs, but I know that Phil, you have Crocs, well, you so I might we not can, know about Crocs. You know what? Like... We can push him over Crocs. I understand it's a necessary evil, just like in the same way Crocs are. But mm-hmm. let's put it above Crocs. But <laughs> below band t-shirts. Yeah, below, below band, band t-shirts. And yeah. as long as it's okay. above Spaceballs, I'm happy. Okay, <laughs> and that can be our compromise. Uh, okay, so um, uh, self-promotion, the idea. Goes in at number uh, 98, which moves Crocs, the clothing, to number 99, which means that we have completed our job for today. Oh, okay. Yay. So, yeah. 
Thanks so much, guys, for being on. And thank you for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, smash that like button. Smash it. Um, with your, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so go to everydamthing.net for updated the list and show notes. In an upcoming episode, we're going to reconsider and re-rank an item we've already put on the list. So right. while you're on everydamthing.net, click the link to vote in that poll. You can mm. vote once a day, and the poll closes very soon. So vote early and vote often. So I can vote for more things? Yeah. No, not you can't nominate things. You can vote for the things that are already on there. Okay. There was like 17 things nominated, one of which you nominated, Tiff. Thank you. And You can vote uh, for it. If, you, if you want your okay. thing to get re-ranked, you got to go... Follow that link at everydamthing.net to go to where you can vote. And then when votes close, the thing that gets the most votes, we will re-rank in an upcoming episode. So uh, if you got something you want us to add to the list of everything, email it to us. Or if you have anything you want to say to us, email it to us at listedeverydamthing.net. To find us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can suggest topics there too. Subscribe to the show wherever you got this episode. Our theme is by Jade Puget. And so if you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it. Send us that five-star rating uh, screenshot, like I mentioned. Recommend it to a friend. Jake, is there something you had to tell me about what you feel like or how you feel? Oh, no, I don't want to tell yeah, you Yeah, you want to say it. Just say it. <laughs> well, I want to say thanks to these guys again. <laughs> Tiff and Pete, uh, listeners, check out Intermission Podcast and Grocery Gamblers. I'll say it if you want. Uh, thanks for coming I on. I would like to hear it. Uh, and I have to know <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> right. Damn, it feels good to be a rankster. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Listeners, if you like this, sign up. Let us know um, if you... I want to throw your phone in the trash <laughs> now? Go ahead. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>